Welcome to Playful Pursuit, the podcast where we explore the world of fun activities, games, and events. We're here to help you discover new ways to have fun. I'm Joe, and in today's episode, I'll talk about a live-action clue game that I made. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to play. About 10 weeks ago, I I reviewed a clue board game. And because of that, I thought about Clue quite a bit, and we play Clue board game quite a bit. But I always try to get people to do something more. Now, we had, well, we have eight people come over, and we just couldn't get them comfortably around the table to play Clue. So I devised and made an interactive live Clue game. Let me tell you how I made it. Okay, so I I made my own score sheet, and you could use what's already in the game if you own one. But I took 10 suspects, and I used some from the Master Board game, Master Detective Board game. And I took 8 weapons and 6 rooms, and I made a sheet from that. Then I took and copied pictures of all the cards of the room, the weapons, and the suspect cards, and laminated them. Again, you don't have to go as far as that. You could just reuse the cards in the game if you want. I'm just picky, and I don't like to take stuff out of one game and misplace it or use it and forget to put it back kind of thing. So I had all those. And I already owned a box of these little banker cards. I think that's what called note card, bank notes cards or something. And they are uh, about four and a half by uh, three inches. So the perfect size to put these clue cards in. I took one suspect, and I took a weapon, and I took a room card, and I put it in one of those, and I marked solution on on the outside of it, and that's what they're all trying to strive for. Now, I also made a bunch of cards, and I put them on card stock, and I typed them out, and I put a bunch of, take a card from any player. Swap a card with any player. Take a card from Brunette. Take a card from Peach. Swap your whole hand with somebody else's. And I made a bunch of those. Now, you're going to have to make a lot of them, depending on how many people you have playing. If you got, we had eight people playing. So you need about 90 clues so you don't run out and you give people an opportunity to eliminate everybody but the one person or the one weapon in room. So you put those in there. Now what else I did is I made a bunch of puzzles. Now in these puzzles, for example, the first one I made a rebus. And it says, not the horseshoe. So I took a picture of a knot and a horse and a shoe. And I printed that out and I folded it up and put it in an envelope. So that way they could eliminate the horseshoe from the weapon weapon list uh, another one i did a a code a cryptic code says the killer's name is a fruit so that narrowed it down either plum or peach so that was a very helpful clue then another rebus put a knot and over and a rug so they lifted up a rug and there was a clue under it and then there's one uh said It was a code that they translated into Trapped in Paradise. That happens to be a movie I own, so that was in, they opened up the DVD case, and there was a clue in there. And another one, uh, 
first letter, I wrote a paragraph and the first letter of every line, if they read it down, it said, under the fan. And they look under the fan, there's another clue. And I just did a bunch. I did crossword puzzles where I highlighted different squares. And if they wrote down the letters from those highlighted squares, it told them where to look. Bunch of those. I also went to the Dollar Tree and got a, a big silver platter, real a cheap little plastic one, but it looks really cool. Then I took pictures of another set of pictures of the suspects. And I ordered from Amazon these lanyards, and I put one in each one. And when the people started playing, they wore one of these. And these had no outcome of the game whatsoever, but they wore one to get into the game more. And I was the butler. So everybody got um, shuffled up the rest of the cards, and everybody got two cards for eight people. And it depends on how many people are playing this number of cards. And they crossed out the ones they needed. And then they come up and got one of the clue cards from the tray. And they went out and did it. And if there was a puzzle, they did the puzzle. If not, they swapped cards or looked at somebody else's. And you give them a few minutes. And I even had a little dinner bell like a butler might have to let dinner served. And I rang that and they knew to come up and get another clue. So this went for quite a while and it was a ball. Now, to be honest with you, the first time we did this, I did not make enough clue cards. So no one found out anything for sure. But they had a ball doing it, and some were very close. So the next time I raised the number of clues to 90 for eight people. And if you're doing about seven people, you need about 80 or 75 cards. And the less people, the less clues you need because they're crossing out more on their, on their board. When you do these puzzles, if you do that, you want to narrow them down as much as you can. Like I said, I, I did the one where the killer's name is a fruit. So right away, that eliminated a, a bunch of, of the people. I mean, there's 10 suspects, and you just said it was only one or two, so you eliminated a bunch. And you could do that. Like uh, one of them, let me try to remember here, the weapon only has, the name of the weapon only has two vowels. So that narrowed it down to either the knife or the rope. So you could do that with all of these. Just get creative and have some fun with that. We're getting ready to do it again. Now, the winner, I ordered, I'm trying to remember where I ordered these from, but I just typed in Google for best detective trophy. And I got two pins, and one for one game and one for another said best detective ever. And it's just a little token thing that you give to somebody who's got the closest or wins the game. And if you want to, now one thing we have not done and getting ready to talk to my family, see if they want to do it, but actually have them dress up in character or wear the colors of that character for the next game. Now that is a live action interactive clue game. And uh, if you want to try, give it a try. If you got any questions how I did certain parts of it, by all means, contact me at playfulpursuit at yahoo.com. And we also have a Facebook group, Playful, Playful Pursuit. Try try this, and this is a fun giant party game you could be playing, and you could add more characters. You could make up names of characters. You could get as creative as you want. You could have less cards or more cards. It's all up to you and the group of people you're playing, how much they're into it. So until next week, you guys go out and have some fun, play some games, and I'll see you later. Bye.